0: Happy Friday everybody. It is Friday, June 18th, 2021. This is the second half podcast. I am Tom Powell, and if you're listening to this, that means you made it through another week, and margaritas are in order. Um, real quickly, I do a couple of notes at the beginning of every podcast to kind of inform people who have found me for the first time who aren't familiar with my podcast, so bear with me. If you're finding me for the first time, a couple things you need to remember is this is an amateur podcast. I do it in my home office, the same place that I do my TikTok videos from. We're not in a professional studio. It's not edited and mixed. You're going to hear background noises. Um, all three of my kids are home today. Maybe one of them walks in and says something. Maybe the UPS driver drops something off at the door, and the dogs bark. It's just is what is. It, it is what it is. Don't make a big deal out of it. It's just not a professional podcast. I do this to fill the time and to have some fun and to kind of unload my thoughts on you people rather than my wife. So uh, I'm not making any money off of it. It's not a job. So just move on if you hear some background noise. That's all. Uh, Second thing is if you are finding me for the first time, the chances are you don't know anything about my website, my books, or anything else. So head to oldhippymedia.com. Oldhippymedia.com. Hippymedia.com. And there you're going to find anything you want to know about me. You're going to find links to find me on social media. You're going to find links to buy my first two books, which are entitled A Grateful Life and Dearest Renee, uh, available in paperback and ebook format. You're going to find my blog. You're going to find my merch store, all kinds of crap. Anyway, oldhippymedia.com. This is not supposed to be a commercial, so I'll stop pimping myself. Uh, So what's been going on with you guys over the past week, huh? I only talk every Friday, except for when I take a couple of Fridays off. God damn if this hasn't been an eventful week, huh? First of all, I forgot to tell you guys at the last podcast, real quickly, um, that I bought a new vehicle. I did, I did, I did. Uh... Not exactly excited about a higher payment for a longer period of time, but very excited about the reliability. I've reached that point in my life where I'm, I don't give a fuck about flash and style and shit like that. I just want some reliability. I want it to be decent on gas. You know, my, my needs are, are quite simple. Could just give me power windows, air conditioning, and a remote start. Everything else, I, I don't give a fuck about them uh i bought a 2021 jeep cherokee not a grand cherokee a cherokee my wife has a grand cherokee renee drives a 2019 jeep grand cherokee and it's nice it's loaded with all kinds of features and uh stuff that she likes uh but not necessarily stuff that i like so i skimmed mine way down like okay the folks at the uh uh, dealership that we go to um, which is Tyson Motors in Shorewood by the way thank you to everybody at Tyson Motors in Shorewood uh, this is now the uh, fourth vehicle that we've purchased from Tyson Motors in Shorewood in the last two, well since April of 2019 we purchased uh, my wife's vehicle in 2019 and then in July of 2020 we purchased uh the vehicles for the girls, Uh, Maggie bought her Chevy Trax, and we bought Lily a Jeep Renegade, and then this year was my turn, and I just got myself the the Jeep Cherokee. Now, why did I go with the Cherokee as opposed to the Grand Cherokee or something of that nature? First of all, I don't need a ton of car, I don't drive a whole lot being retired and having Business interests that are now within seconds of the house, uh, the house. I don't need to drive a whole lot. the Farthest I drive is to the grocery store. Uh, I, but more importantly, I, I got a problem with today's prices. I do. I've been turning into my father, and I, I hate being that way because I'm my entire life. I have. And my wife can attest to this. I'm not making this up. My entire life, I have just never looked at prices. I don't fucking care what it costs if we want it, you know. Now, for years, if it was something that my wife wanted or that the kids needed or wanted, then I did everything I possibly could to make it happen now we're in a position where it easily happens so i'm of the opinion if you fucking want it then go fucking get it you work your ass off for your money we're in our 40s we're we're done waiting for shit so she wanted the jeep cherokee i was like then let's get the fucking jeep cherokee she actually wanted to look at when i bought this vehicle she wanted to look at um a jeep wrangler and Yeah, let's go. Let's look at a Jeep Wrangler. Get in there and get yourself a fucking Jeep Wrangler. Now she opted against it. There's nothing wrong with her 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 Grand Cherokee, but it there doesn't have to be something wrong with it for you to move up and upgrade. That's why we've worked our entire lives to be able to do that shit. I went with the Cherokee, uh, as I said. I don't need all, all that vehicle, all that much vehicle. I don't need a whole Grand Cherokee. Also, the Grand Cherokee is kind of like the Acadia I was driving in that it's a little bit higher up off the ground. It's a taller vehicle. I had yak racks for my kayak that went on top of my Acadia. And I could only get the kayak up on the kayak racks with the use of a step stool, which is kind of a pain in the ass, even when you don't have an arthritic hip. But, so I i wanted to find something that i could kayak or get my kayaks around easily and not have to worry about And so i was actually looking at the uh the gmc canyon or the colorado the little pickup truck so chevy and gmc make these mini pickup trucks one's called the canyon one's called the colorado i think it's chevy colorado and gmc canyon and i thought that's perfect right you get the four door so i got the back seat for the kids I got the bed. I can slide the kayak right into it. I put a, I put one of those toppers on the back so that I can put my groceries in there during a rainstorm and not worry about it. It'll be fine until I started looking at the prices. I was like, I want forty five thousand dollars for one of these fucking things, and I get it. Those are today's prices. I, I I understand. Like I said, I never looked at prices. Now I'm starting to look at prices. Why am I starting to look at prices? Because it just think, I think things are ridiculous. And I couldn't, listen, it's not that we couldn't spend $45,000 on a vehicle. We can spend damn near whatever the fuck we want on a vehicle at this point in our lives. I had a hard time swallowing $45,000. I had a hard time swallowing $45,000 for somebody who retired early and needs to go to the grocery store and the lake. But I still wanted something that was very reliable. And needed something that was reliable and that I still got one kid who's nine years old and has a few years left of being chauffeured around to the various locations they need to get chauffeured around to plus I need to get back and forth to softball games and grocery stores and things of that nature I want to transport my kayak so I was looking at this pickup truck I couldn't I couldn't stomach the price so I started looking at the jeep compass and by the time I actually made it to the Jeep dealer, they were like, Well, why don't you just get a Cherokee? I'm like, Well, because I don't want to spend a ton of money and I'm trying to keep it low to the ground so I can get my kayak on top of it. And they showed me that the Cherokee was. The Cherokee's actually sh- lower to the ground, it's shorter than my daughter's Renegade, which is a smaller vehicle. Uh,. Essentially what the Cherokee is, is just a miniature version of the Grand Cherokee. And you can get all the bells and whistles and all the little luxury features that you want in it. Um, So I started, they showed me one that was fully loaded. It had the panoramic sunroof, which would have really, like, that would have made my wife buy something. Because she wanted the panoramic sunroof when we we first bought her Grand Cherokee. And we wound up not getting it. Um, So the, the Cherokee that they showed me had the panoramic sunroof. And the leather interior and all of this shit. And I was like, yeah, I don't need any of that stuff. And the guy's like, you don't need it? And I'm like, no, nah, I don't. It really is something to see a salesperson kind of get put on their heels a tad bit because you want to downgrade because you don't want the features that everybody else says that they do want. So I told them flat out. I go, leather seats? Absolutely no. That's almost a deal breaker for me. Uh, they get too fucking hot in the summertime. I back my vehicle into my driveway we face south I'm not gonna have my seats roasting all summer long I just I hate that so I didn't want leather seats he's like you don't want leather seats I'm like no he's like okay he goes I he goes what else don't you want I go listen I I could take or leave the sunroof I'm if you have if it has a sunroof fine whatever I'm never gonna open it I'm really gonna put the kayak up there so the sunroof is just never gonna be open he's like really (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I don't want a sunroof. If it's there, fine, but if it's going to cost me extra money, I don't want it. I told him I don't want the heated steering wheel or the heated seats. Now, I use the heated seats in my Acadia from time to time, but I really wasn't a big heated seat guy. Uh, I'm a bigger guy, and you begin to develop a, a certain reservoir of ball sweat when the heated seats are going on, and... I like to be cold rather than hot anyway. So I wasn't particularly interested in paying a little bit extra in order to have my nuts sweat to the point of my balls swimming in, in my own soup. So I was like, no heated seat, definitely no heated steering wheel. I fucking hate the heated steering wheel. I go, here's what I need. I need reliability. I need decent gas mileage power windows, and a remote start, and the ability to get my kayak on and off my roof without a, a step stool, And the Cherokee worked out great. So, uh, I got the cloth interior, which is what I wanted. Uh, I got the power features on the windows and the doors, and I got the air conditioning, and it's got the backup cam and all of that stuff. And okay, fine. Whatever. It is what it is. Uh, I don't really need I was happy with my Ford fucking Ranger. <laughs> I, I had a Ford Ranger, a green Ford Ranger that was beat to piss. Uh, but it had the jump seats in the back so I could pick up my son. It had the bed that I could easily slide my yak in and out of. I could go to the grocery store. I I was tickled pink with my old beat up $3,000 Ford fucking Ranger. <sighs> But I got to be honest with you. This is a smooth ride. It's nice, and it's so low to the ground that when I go to get out of it, I turn and my feet hit the ground. And so there's no falling out of it. There's no, you know, like sliding down out of the chair, not falling, and there's no jumping up into it when you need to get into it. So, um, given the very low miles that I drive every year, I'm guessing that I'm going to have this vehicle for quite some time this is this is going to be something that i'm going to own <laughs> i'll probably have this till i'm 55 now because uh, it just i won't drive it into the ground not running all those miles so thank you again to tyson motors and shorewood i got all my accessories ordered and in route i got a darwin fish to go on the back because every car needs a darwin fish Got some nice Grateful Dead seat covers to keep the hair off my cloth seats, so we'll see. It's going to be nice. Got one. It's a my car's slate blue now, so I always wanted a blue car too. So there you go. <coughs> it's enough rambling about me. Uh, just wanted to brag a little bit about my new car. Anyway. Uh, there's really no way of transitioning from that into the various stories of the week, so we're not going to even try to transition. We're just going to go ahead and head into the next story. Uh, and That would be about a father in Virginia who made his last child support payment in pennies. I don't know if you guys saw that story this past week, but um it was a young lady in Virginia named Avery Sanford who was turning 18 and graduated high school And because she was turning 18 her father had one last child support payment to make of about $800 and apparently he was salty about making his child support payments in general so what he did was he went and rented a dump trailer I'm sure you guys have seen him it's a, it's a, a trailer that a lot of times landscapers and roofers will use and it actually has a dump mechanism mechanism on it, so that whatever is in the trailer can be dumped out like it was a dump truck. He went and rented a dump trailer, which, just for the record, as somebody who was in that industry, in the landscape industry, and is very familiar with the equipment. Now, I'm not familiar with the the prices in Virginia, but here in the Chicago area, that's gonna run you. That's gonna run you a couple hundred bucks for the day. Easily, at, to start with. So he, he, he spent a couple hundred bucks to prove his point to begin with. So he rented this dump trailer, and he filled it with 80,000 pennies, representing the $800 he owed his ex-wife for the final child support payment. He drove over to his ex-wife's house, where his daughter lives, and he dumped these 80,000 pennies on her front lawn. Who does that? And listen, I can completely and utterly understand you having a beef with the ex. Her being petty with you, you being petty with her, whatever the case may be with the two of you. If you guys are going back and forth with each other, that's between the two of you. But it doesn't involve the kid. And this was your last child support payment. If you got a beef with your ex, that's one thing. But Jesus Christ, this is your kid. What kind of sack of shit makes that kind of a point? You know, showing the world that you never really wanted to take care of your fucking responsibilities to begin with. <sighs> Apparently this father does. And I use the term father loosely on this one. Anyway, Avery and her mom decided to shovel up all the pennies, obviously, get them off their lawn, and then as they were shoveling, apparently came up with the idea of donating it all to Safe Harbor, a domestic abuse shelter, which tells me there's a little bit more to this story to begin with. But um, they turned what was a negative into a positive by taking that sack of shits last child support payment and giving it to a shelter that's going to do good with it. So, uh, congratulations, fuckstick, whoever you are. Your kid just showed you that you're less of an adult than they are. They're more adult and grown up and mature than you are. But hey, at least you can buy an additional $800 worth of bush light and skull dip this month, right asshole? No more worrying about actually having to take care of your responsibility, right asshole? I don't know who you are, I don't know what your name is, I don't know where you're at, but if you happen to come across this podcast from me to you, go fuck yourself. I can't believe people. It's just unfucking believable. Unfucking believable. Eighty thousand pennies. <sighs> Amazing. Anyway, let's move on to politics. That's why most of you were here anyway. Sorry, I got to take a quick note. I told you this is an amateur podcast. I'm going to take notes. I'm going to cough. I'm going to hack up a lung while I'm doing this. All right, note taken. My apologies. All right, let's move on to politics. Uh, and really, there's no better place to begin than the stupidity that is Texas Republicans. Because, much like Florida, Texas is the gift that keeps on giving. We, up here in the uh, Chicagoland area, are going through a a pretty hot, dry spell here. It it has been fair to midland hot up here for a a few weeks, and it has been dry as fuck. It's Friday morning, and it rained a little bit overnight and into this morning, which we desperately need. But we're still in a a bad, bad drought and, and a nice little heat wave. But it is nothing compared to what's going on in the South, especially the Southwest. Arizona, New Mexico, Texas are fucking roasted. Now, you guys remember how privatizing the power grid in Texas and then deregulating the people who were running the power grid resulted in that state suffering catastrophic results when the cold shut them down this past winter. You guys remember those stories, correct? Actually, not that fucking long ago. Well, the Heat's doing it to them now. The Heat is fucking with their power grid. They can't really keep up with it. And as a result... Texas Energy, it's called ERTOC or ERROC, I forget what exactly it's called, I guess I should have wrote that shit down before I was going to do this podcast, but it didn't really fucking matter to me. The, the energy source, the energy people in Texas are recommending that you keep your air conditioner at 85 when you're sleeping. And this morning I learned that not only are they recommending it, but there are, I guess, I didn't know this, but, and if somebody's from Texas, specifically my friend Bridge Farmer, if you're down there, if you could answer this question, I guess that their thermostats are, like, wi fi in with the power company, and so the power company can control your thermostat from their location, and they're keeping their thermostats at, the, people's homes are, like, 90 degrees at fucking 10 o'clock at night. I can't even begin to describe for you the dimension of pissed off that would spin me into. I would lose my ever loving shit. You're going to fucking turn my AC to 90? <laughs> no. Not even fucking close. I would be I, I would spare no expense and have every fucking generator known to man rocking and rolling at my house to keep my air conditioner where it needs to be you fucked up you privatized the grid you deregulated the fucking (laughs) the people running our power grid and now you're going to tell me I got to sleep in 90 degree weather quick question where's Ted Cruz is his his air conditioner working no you don't get to fuck with my air conditioner ever you fucked it up you fix it. Get the fucking power grid back to where it's supposed to be out of private hands and stop deregulating everything, you ignorant fucking Republicans. Jesus, Marion. Somebody have had a video on, on TikTok just this morning from overnight showing that it was 90 degrees in their house last night. And they could not turn their thermostat down because it was being controlled by the Texas Regulatory Commission or whatever the fuck it is. So somebody else showed how to take your thermostat off and basically hotwire your air conditioning to keep running. And I got news for you. It's not just me. Go ahead and remotely turn my air conditioner down, my thermostat down to or up to... 90 degrees and I won't have to do anything to you I'll have to make some popcorn so I can enjoy the show of what my wife is going to do to you right, because I'll tell you what she's going to do to you she's going to go to the village hall or the energy commission or wherever the fuck she needs to go to to have a chat with somebody and the first motherfucker that gives her lip is going to be the very first victim on her crime spree And she will hang that person's dead carcass from a spike in the front yard as a message to all other power grid regulatory people to not fuck with her. New. New, 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 new. 90 degrees. Uh Uh-uh. I don't sit on my deck when it's 90 degrees. You're not going to keep the inside of my house at 90 degrees because you fucked up. (sighs) Oh. Republicans just dumber than a fucking bag of hammers and they they bring on more ignorance you know what I mean they bring on more ignorance from the vast expanses of the ignorance that is the Texas Republican Party we now move on to the vast expanses of ignorance that is QAnon Oh, but Tom, you can't talk about QAnon. They're crazy. You're going to go ahead and get people riled up, and they're going to come after you. Bitch, I don't fucking care. QAnon needs to be called out for the bad shit crazy that they actually are. So fuck these lunatics. Just listen to this latest shit from QAnon. There's a video, uh, what, a month ago maybe? Half a month ago? A couple of weeks ago? that showed a cicada. Landing on uh, Joe Biden's neck, right at the collar line, as cicadas tend to do. So this one cicada landed right at his collar line on the right side of his neck, and he quickly shooed it away. And he walked over to the uh, the press corps, and in a playful manner, told them to uh, watch out for the cicadas. They'll get you. They just got me. Happens. Right, I've been around long enough that I've been able to see these cicadas a couple of times. They're they're fucking everywhere. I've had to brush cicadas a long time ago. Not this time, because of where we're living. But in the past, I've had to brush cicadas off of my car. Like it was snow. There were so many of them. So, I get it. They land on everything. But QAnon apparently doesn't get it. Because collectively they share one brain cells and brain cell and they think that the government's tracking that one brain cell cell sorry first day with the new lips i'll try to enunciate better for you guys as we go along <sighs> qAnon followers believe that this one cicada landing on Joe Biden's neck is a message from q no i'm not joking hang on a minute We're, I'm going to read you this post but before I do I have to light this joint it's a little bit early in the morning it's only eight eleven in the morning but just, just allow me a couple of hits to just round the edges briefly so that I can tell you about this without losing my ever loving shit the best spot of waking up is cannabis in my mouth All right, so here's the deal. A post, and I don't know what forum this post was put on, that at the time I saw it already had a quarter of a million likes and was growing by leaps and bounds, said the following. I copied the post verbatim. It said, Joe Biden bitten by a cicada, dash comms, question mark, Just so happens that cicadas, nymphs, emerge after a 17-year childhood underground. What, question mark? Child, question mark? Underground, question mark? 17, question mark? (sighs) Now, if you don't know what the significance of the 17 is, hang on, I'll take a hit and I'll explain it to you. Q is the 17th letter in the alphabet. And therefore, the number 17 has a major significance among the soft-headed among our society. And they think that anything that's associated with 17 is associated with QAnon. And QAnon is supposedly the person that's going to expose all of the child predators and child sex rings in the world that are allegedly run by evil, pedophile Democrats. And so... Cicadas emerge every 17 years, so therefore, the dumb fucks that live around you, the people up and down your block who uh, who have the Trump 2020 or Trump 2024 flags still outside their garage and talk about how they're sovereign citizens, see yeah, those people believe that Q sent a cicada to bite Joe Biden, and that Joe Biden. Warning the media about the cicada is him knowing that the cicada was sent by Q to get him and him kind of telling the news people subtly watch out Q's after us yeah, now you know why I took a hit at 8.10 in the fucking morning sometimes I wish I just did funny content. (laughs) But this just... Do you have any idea the level of batshit crazy that is? I mean, weapons grade, nuclear grade, That shit's crazy. And I I know that at some point in time, somebody from QAnon is going to hear this fucking post or somebody's going to play it for somebody from QAnon. So let me go ahead and give you a message. If if you're a follower of QAnon and you believe this shit, you should literally be on some kind of a watch list. You have an undiagnosed mental condition and you... Are living proof that we need to spend way more on access to mental health care. <clears throat> way more. That is beyond fucking stupid. Beyond stupid. <clears throat> First of all, there is no cue, you ignorant motherfuckers there just isn't it's somebody who has fucked with you on a psyops and you've bought every fucking thing they've ever said and it's all been the most insane conspiracy theory bullshit but because you are easily manipulated because you are weak-minded because you are a simpleton You make a great mark and they know exactly what you wanted to hear. They wanted to hear you they wanted sorry, I apologize. Let me back that back that up. They told you what you wanted to hear. They they showed you that they hated the same people that you hated. And that's all you needed. Once you laid that foundation of mutual hatred, that's all you needed to go ahead and believe every fucking thing they were going to feed you. As long as they hated the same people you hated, you were going to believe everything they fed you. And they fed you everything. You fucking QAnon people are the biggest group of fools this country has ever fucking seen. You are the dumbest of the dumb. the QAnon nuts coming out of the woodwork now. Fucking lunatics. And what kind of shit do we have to deal with as a result of the insanity that's QAnon? Well, just look around. We get people like Marjorie Taylor Greene in Congress. That's who sends people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates to fucking Congress. Assholes like QAnon. And if we're talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene, let's go ahead and talk about what she had going on this week. Because apparently, MTG, as she's known, just this past week, discovered that the Holocaust is a real thing. and How utterly fucking stupid it is to compare the Holocaust to having to wear a mask in your grocery store. So for those of you who aren't aware, this fucking... Uh, Cro Magnon sack of shit known as Marjorie Taylor Greene talked and talked and talked and talked about how having to wear a mask or having to show that you're vaccinated is akin to the atrocities that the Jews suffered in the ghettos during World War II. And even members of her own party got to her and were like, mm-hmm. You dial that shit back, you know. This is a little fucking crazy. And she doubled down on it, and she's like, "No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about it. It's just like having to wear the uh, the Star of David." Uh, I'm sorry, why? So there she was, just in full batshit dumbass glory, standing out there in the wind. And apparently, the Holocaust Museum invited her over to have a little chat and a tour. Now, somebody got to her, and I don't know if it was people within her own party, I don't know if it was political advisors of hers, or I don't know if it truly was the people at the Holocaust Museum, but somebody got a hold of this dumbass and explained to her what the fuck reality is and how fucking stupid she looks. And so she held a press conference in which she talked about how she visited the Holocaust museum and how it's quite real, and 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 it, nobody should ever make any kind of comparisons. And so she apologizes, and 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 the world is just kind of sitting there looking at her, going, "Wait a, wait a, wait a minute! Did you, did you just discover that the Holocaust is real? Are you?" Are you honestly that fucking stupid? Now, let's be honest. Just between you and I, she is that fucking stupid. But no, she did not just discover that the Holocaust was real. That presser was a piss-poor attempt at a PR cleanup. That was her going out there to make an apology and looking even dumber than she already looked by making the comparison because now she's out there having made the comparison and then basically going yeah this is holy shit you guys should see what this is all about yeah we already know what it's about boo boo we learned about it in school we retained it shockingly you didn't perhaps there wasn't enough room left in your cranium after believing that the earth is only six thousand years old and evolution is a hoax but i digress that is where this person, <laughs> once again, use that term loosely, should have maybe just let it roll, you know, just let it lie and roll with it right there. Just kind of, all right, I said something stupid. I had a stupid press conference, but you know what? I've, I've apologized. Let's just leave it there and kind of let things die down. She should have just left it there, uh, but she didn't. She followed that up with. Uh, Introducing the Fire Fauci Act to Congress, which is a bill that would basically pay Fauci specifically zero, and require anybody to replace him to be senatorially con- senatorially confirmed. So, <clears throat> a couple of things about that. First off, the, let's take the last part. It's interesting that we just went through four years of uh, a president not wanting to work with Congress in any way, shape, or form, even on the shit that they're supposed to work with Congress, because we have a Republican Party that's more interested in pushing essentially damn near unlimited presidential powers, but now want to turn around and make one of the medical advisors be senatorially confirmed. Adding a layer of congressional uh, uh, approval to what the president wants to do, which is just hypocrisy in its finest. But is it the Fire Fauci Act? I, listen, I have lived through some amazingly stupid Republicans in my lifetime. And in my adult lifetime, just since I've been married, I mean, we've not only had the Mitch McConnells and the Ted Cruz's of the world, but we had John Boehner, we had Eric Cantor, you, you know, we had we had frothy Rick Santorum, we had all kinds of dumbasses come and go through the ranks of Congress. But Marjorie Taylor Greene is, is a whole nother level of stupid. I have never in my life witnessed a member of Congress hold back to back press conferences spotlighting essentially the fact that they have the brain function capacity of a shit stain. I I mean, you just held back to back press conferences in which you basically announced that you just discovered that the Holocaust is real and that You have no idea how Congress works, and you want more government regulation and control. Okay. Bold move, but you do you. I mean, honestly, there are some really fucking stupid members of Congress, but is she not in the team photo? Like if we're if we're putting together an all-star team for this year or this this Congress, like you got all the members of Congress lined up against the wall in their suits and dresses, and they're all kind of sitting there, you know, having their own little conversations, picking their nose, worried about where they're going to get picked, and you and somebody else are are picking all-star teams of dumb fuckery. One of you two is going to pick Marjorie Taylor Greene right off the bat because she's guaranteed to say something stupid every fucking day. She is not one of the last ones standing. She's on the Mount Rushmore of dumbasses. How the fuck is this thing a member of Congress? Oh, Jesus Christ. It's... And some people are like, well, how is she just running wild introducing dumbass acts like this and saying shit like this? Because there's no Republican leadership that can hold somebody like her at bay. There's no Republican leadership that can truly take them to task. Mitch McConnell is excellent at reshaping the judiciary and killing somebody's agenda. But he has no spine, no balls, no backbone. He doesn't know how to control the QAnon members of his of his caucus. He's more interested in just continuing his, I would dare say, unprecedented, hypocritical streak. Now you saw what he just announced this week, didn't you, Mitch? But Mitchy, 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 old Turtle Lips, Mitch. So. As you know, he denied Obama a Supreme Court nominee from even getting a hearing. He denied Merrick Garland with over 100 days left to go in Obama's presidency. And then he rammed through Trump's replacement of Ruth Bader Ginsburg even after we knew that Trump lost the election he wasn't going to be the next president and people did not want him to make that pick. And now this week, Mitch McConnell comes out and says he will definitely block any Supreme Court nomination that Biden puts up in the fourth year. And I got to be honest with you, Kentucky needs to get their fucking head out of their ass. They need to get their head out of their ass and they need to vote this boil on the ass of society out of office. There is no more hypocritical piece of shit bucket of piss in Congress today than Mitch McConnell. He is the biggest pile of shit in Congress today. The Marjorie Taylor Greens and the Matt Gates are the truly stupid evil ones. Mitch McConnell is just the walking epitome of a hypocritical piece of shit. And if you're from Kentucky, you're here on this podcast and you don't like the fact that I said that because you voted for Mitch McConnell, I don't really give a fuck. Fuck you too. You're a piece of shit too. I said what I said. Deal with it. You're a piece of shit too. You're a piece of shit because you vote for pieces of shit like Mitch McConnell. Pieces of shit like Mitch McConnell who run a state where over 40% of the fucking state budget is my fucking tax dollars. Because they don't know how to run their own fucking state. And then he does shit like this. So yeah, if you voted for Mitch McConnell, if you support Mitch McConnell, fuck you, you're a piece of shit. And all of this, Mitch McConnell going to gonna preemptively deny Biden a Supreme Court hearing and Marjorie Taylor Green spotlighting what a fucking moron she is. All of this shit's going on on the backdrop of more emails. It's always the fucking emails with these clowns, right? They yell and scream about find the emails, find the emails, find the emails. But you know the emails that do come out? They're always the ones that seem to hurt them, right? Donnie Jr. talking about if it's what you say it is, we love it. Showing right there that they were willing and ready to work with the Russians to get help in the election. And this week we get the emails showing that the Trump administration put pressure on the Department of Justice to back Trump's assertion that the election was stolen. Major no-no. Mark Meadows, the uh, acting chief of staff there at the end as the Titanic was sinking he acted as the go-between on Trump's behalf and he pressured then Attorney General Rosen to challenge publicly the results of the 2020 election and actually have the DOJ join in on legal challenges to the outcome of the election. All of those 62-63 cases uh, that Trump sent the Kraken and good old Rudy Giuliani into court to challenge Yeah, Trump wanted the Department of Justice to join in on those lawsuits. Which is, for anybody that knows fucking anything about the way our government works, is a major no-no. Major no-no. Now Rosen, who is the Attorney General who took place for the brief period of time to wrap up Trump's presidency after Barr hit the fucking road because he couldn't handle it anymore... Rosen smartly refused to deal with Giuliani on a personal level, nor get involved in the legal battles on a public basis. And now the House wants Mark Meadows to testify. They want, they want him to bring him in, at, because they have these emails now, they want to bring him in, they want to put him down in a chair in front of a fucking uh, a House Select Committee, and they want to have him testify under oath. And the problem that Mr. Meadows is going to face is you lie to Congress in a congressional hearing, and you are federally fucked. So he's got two choices. So here's what, sorry, here's what's going to happen. They're going to subpoena him. They're going to politely ask that he come and testify before congress and he's going to deny that because he knows that if he goes and he testifies before congress he's either going to give up trump or he's going to perjure himself <clears throat> so he's going to fight this he's going to say no then they'll subpoena and then he'll fight the subpoena and they will eventually get his ass in front of the house select committee because he has got no power and no reason to be protected the emails are out he's going down So they'll eventually get him before a House Select Committee, and then he'll have two choices before him. I guess three choices. He's going to either plead the fifth and say, I'm just not going to say anything, which is going to be guilt by default. Or he's going to perjure himself and risk going to prison. In other words, he's willing to go inside and sit down for a few years in the name of Trumpism. Or he's going to tell the truth. Which is going to add more federal charges to Trump on top of the shit he did with Ukraine and the shit he did in Georgia, trying to get that AG to find votes. Is there anything Trump did that was above board? And I mean anything. They are, this was the most. Corrupt administration. I'm gonna I'm gonna say in my lifetime, and that's a tall order considering I was born in '72 and Nixon didn't resign until '74. The first two years of my life, I lived in a Nixon America. Um yeah trump's the most corrupt administration ever it it is stunning to me that they were pressuring the department of justice to file false lawsuits with no evidence solely because of trump's desire to not lose the election I, you know, if New York doesn't get him, which they're going to, but if New York doesn't get him, the feds are going to get him. The dude just fucked up everything for four years and then tried to steal the election on the way out the door. There, There isn't a goddamn thing this sack of shit did that was above board. Worst fucking president ever. I, I can't believe there's a single person in this country not named Trump that supports this man I, blown away by it blown away and that's why we say you're in a cult because it doesn't matter what he does we have evidence that he pressured Georgia to find votes we now have evidence that he pressured the Department of Justice to file false lawsuits And you guys are still going to support him. Because you're brain dead cult members. QAnon piece of shit brain dead cult members. It's unfucking real I'm going to end the podcast here in a minute before I say something that I'm really going to regret. Because it, you fucking people are dumb as stumps. Dumb as fucking stumps. Uh before i do end the podcast though real quickly i wanted to say something that i i forgot to add into my notes uh i was talking about it last night on my live on tiktok i get requests from people because i've now got a little over three hundred thousand followers which once again is fucking insane uh i appreciate it it's nuts that's it's, that it's happening but um because the audience has grown so big I get requests quite a bit now from people asking me to do things and a lot of times it's hey man you got to stitch this video and put this fool in its play in, in their place like you got to do this you got to do that but sometimes it's can you promote this product can you talk about this product or can you promote this business or or and I get this from time to time can you help me with my fundraiser and i wanted to just briefly touch on that real quick so if i've purchased your product or if you've sent me your product and i am not asking people to send me products don't send me products a few people have and i'm greatly appreciative of it i'm not somebody who's asking for free stuff so i don't have my po box in my tiktok profile i think that or my cash app or anything like that i think that you should save buying things for people who truly need it and we don't truly need it. But anyway, if I've purchased or you've already sent me a product and I like it, I will talk about it. I will promote it. I will push it. Uh, if you're doing a fundraiser, let's say a GoFundMe because you or somebody you know got sick or got hurt, I, I'm going to do some digging into the story to make sure the story is real before I promote it. I Because unfortunately, there are now 300,000 people that that may or may not hear my voice behind something and put some kind of weight behind it, which they shouldn't. I keep telling people that, but they will no matter what. And and so if you send me a, a GoFundMe from, some, from somebody who got hurt or whatever the case may be and I don't promote it, it's not that I'm ignoring you, it's that I don't know anything about your story and I can't find anything else about it. So if you'd like to be a little bit more in-depth or a little bit more in detail, I'd be more than happy to discuss the possibility with you of promoting your GoFundMe or your product or your organization or your endeavors in some way, shape, or form. But I can't just put my name behind anything and everything just because somebody follows me and sent it to me. And I know a lot of people get upset and send me follow-up messages like why are you ignoring this why didn't you you know you never did a video talking about this GoFundMe me or that because i don't fucking know you and i'm trying to be polite about it i'm trying not to say something along the lines of i don't owe you shit because i am extraordinarily appreciative of the fact that all of you people are following me and try still trying to figure out why you're all following me uh But that doesn't mean I owe you shit. It doesn't mean that I owe you a promotion. It doesn't mean I owe you a video. It doesn't mean I owe you an explanation. It doesn't mean I owe you my name behind your cause. Now, sometimes I will try to go out of my way to help somebody. Other times I will look at something and go, something doesn't smell right. I got sent a fundraiser for somebody that claims that they got hurt. and They were in a hospital. There was a picture of them in a hospital bed and I got sent the, uh, the picture of it and then like two days later a TikTok video went up of them doing extraordinarily strenuous physical work I'm like well that doesn't really add up so I went and tried to dig on other social media and I'm like I can't find anything out them. so I just kind of left it there it's shit like that I can't just go out there and go hey you guys should all give to this person because they say they're hurt and then all of a sudden have thousands of people send you money when you're not really hurt, if that's the case. I I guess what I'm saying is, I don't know you jack shit. I'm trying to be nice about helping people out when I can help people out. But if you're going to get salty about the fact that I didn't jump to and immediately do a video about your cause, your organization, your fundraiser, your business, or your product, And you want to come back at me and get salty about it. Understand that you got the wrong fucking guy. And you can just go fuck yourself right now. With the entire fist. All the way up to the elbow. You want to come at me nicely and politely and say, listen, here is the whole story. And I could really use some help. Man, I'll be more than happy to help you. Because it doesn't cost me anything. And if it could help you... So be it. If I could put your story in front of 300,000 people and get you some help because I can't help you, then let's do it if you truly need it. But if you're just going to be somebody that's going to be out there scamming people and then get pissed that I won't help you scam, then go fuck yourself. There's a little bit of a level of responsibility there. And I, too have things that i am trying to sell i'm trying to sell my books i'm trying to sell my merch i'm trying to get people to listen to my podcast um i'm not going to go out there and stain my name on your behalf so sorry just a little bit of a rant i woke i was sweaty last night i woke up salty as you can tell probably throughout the duration of this podcast I woke up a few times last night in the middle of the night, having to go to the bathroom. No, it wasn't my heart. It was just normal old guy got to get up and piss stuff. And every time I was like, "Ugh!" I'm in a puddle of fucking sweat again. It was hot. It was humid. It was sticky. With, and that's what happened. The air conditioner set at 68. So I can imagine what the uh, good folks in Texas who are rocking the 90 degree temps at fucking 10 o'clock at night have got to feel. <sighs> anyway, sorry for the ranting and rambling style of podcast, I will try to do better I'll try and make it a little bit more upbeat next week but with the heat, it's just going to continue to get me saltier and saltier and saltier, until the fucking temperatures calm the fuck down we get into some fucking autumn weather, or I get on a fucking airplane and go to another fucking country and unfortunately, we're not going to another fucking country for seven months so, that sucks But things are loosening up, so maybe, maybe I might be able to get away with just the misses for a long weekend in, like, October. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, Anyway, that's all I got for you guys this week. Uh, Once again, sorry for the ranting nature of the podcast. Uh, Tune in next week to see if I'm in a better mood or if I sweated my ass off that night as well. Time will tell, uh, and as always... Until next week, stay grateful.